Hallelujah. Glory to his name. You may be seated. Uh, I just went to uh, make a turn there at the back to ask them maybe at the end of the service. As we, uh, our last time here in the Methodist. But I believe when we have anything, we will always hire or come to the hall or whatever here. Um, whatever, but uh, we thank God for uh, the generosity, open heart towards us. And uh, But we will let them know. We're super excited about the building. And uh, we look forward to Friday morning's service. And uh, it's just the beginning, the new building. We believe from there we'll go higher and have even our own. We want to buy a building completely. Amen. So we, uh, but faith works like it's step by step. And then God opened up the floodgates. I thank you, everyone, for uh, giving into the building fund. We appreciate that very much. And uh, we want you um, to stick even after the, these pledges to um, give every week, as I said, into that box towards the building. And that is... Hundred, make a pledge to yourself. I give every week a hundred rand, or somebody a fifty rand, or somebody else a twenty rand. Amen. I'm sticking to it myself. I gave what I pledged, uh, and I gave also my hundred rand this morning. Apart from that, to the glory of God, you can never uh, outgive God. Amen. I'm thinking of a brother. In Friedenburg, that's not so good in English. And uh, he said, uh, you can never give God out. <laughs> uh, I thought he made a mistake, but then he repeated. <laughs> you can never give God out. So, uh, yes, so we, we bless. So please stick to that. Take it serious. Amen, everyone. You can, those who can make a pledge to yourself and give every week a hundred rand in the building fund box because even as we uh, move into this new venue it's an upper room praise God and um, uh, so it demands a lot of things in fact we our plastic chairs that we have we want to get uh, even better chairs which maybe more than 300 or 400 rand a chair, the kind of chairs that we want. Uh, and um, so when we go in there Friday, it's a raw place. In other words, it's not everything that we want, but we, want, we just want to be there. Praise God. So we need carpets. We need um, uh, stuff for kitchen. We need... Um, build a stage also there's no stage so just be merry and happy when we're there uh, otherwise we had to put it on ice still and wait till we have all of that that was other is will be doing 
and first see that all the frills and the everything is there but we want just want to move in and it's a it's a gonna be a good friday hallelujah amen so uh just uh, be blessed and uh, let's pray um, and even the area in Fortrek Road is we can attract a lot of people we can grow quick and winning souls around there even lunchtime services for workers around there and counseling and many other uh, things that we can and we'll vigorously market with some flyers and pamphlets and stuff that uh, finally the church you were looking for has arrived. Is, is that not wonderful to put on a flyer? The church you were looking for has arrived. Wow. <laughs> Praise God. So we trust God for a powerful time. Uh, happy to have all our visitors. I... Uh, uh, the sister that's there, I just see now, she stopped me a few weeks ago in Pickapay or somewhere there and said she saw us on, on online during COVID and uh, she would one day want to come and visit our church. But uh, And even the young man there, the back brother, Tommy, said he's just uh, so grateful. After we prayed for him, God gave him a job. Give the Lord praise. Amen. Praise God. You a young man, eh? You, you young? Amen. Praise God. I'm just, I just don't want to cross some lines. <laughs> Praise God. So uh, we're looking forward to to that Friday. We'll preach about my God, my God, why? Amen. We'll preach about about that. Um, many people just celebrate Good Friday about. The benefits Christ brought, but they don't preach about the tremendous price that had to be paid. Praise God. So your love grows as you realize the price Christ paid to redeem us and to open heaven for us. Hallelujah. I want to continue uh, preaching and teaching about the serious need for prayer. Amen. Praise God. The serious need for prayer. In your personal life, a prayer life, but also the church is really not a church without a healthy prayer life where prayer is high up on the list because we are in host enemy territory and this world is filled with a lot of demons and evil spirits and pollution sin this is a fallen world and to be triumphant in this world you need to be plucked into heaven every day and all the way. And even the Bible says, pray without ceasing. But son, oppo, 
ander woorde, you need to pray every hour, every time. Be in contact with God. The devil wants to cut you off from heaven and from God. And he does everything to spoil, hinder, and destroy that channel and connection with God. The best, one of the best ways to describe it is when there's load shedding, which we are now very much experiencing. That tells you when the power, the electrical power is cut off, everything comes to a standstill. The machinery in factories and the appliances, everything stop. If your cell phone were not loaded, it's gone. The communication is gone. The kettle is a ornament, the TV, the iron, the urn, the geyser. Everything comes to a standstill. That's a picture of what Satan does to the church and to a believer. If whether it's you taking offense, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's just negligence, not coming to church, not feeding on the word of God, his main aim is to cut you off from communication and communion with God. Do you hear what I'm preaching? Do you take that serious? Because many of you live a life like that. Some people even come to church and they did not make contact with God, even in church. Once we, in church, once we start to worship or praise the Lord, you as dead as a doornail. There is nothing coming from your mouth. So it means you really have nothing on with God. You really are uh, just as any sinner. You, you mustn't think believing in God is something very honorable. The book in, in the book of James it says, you believe in God. The devils does it too. They do too. And the Bible says they tremble. They believe in God and fear. Many say I believe in Jesus, but they don't fear. The devils fear. They fear the judgment of God and the awesomeness of God. They fear. So don't think you're doing something wonderful coming to church even. Can I shock you? Demons also come to church. Devils also come to church. They come to church in people. And not only in people. They want to fill the presence 
as Mikhail said um, to the young people, the at spoke speaking about atmosphere. So the devil comes to spoil the atmosphere. Even you with your bad look or your sour face or your, your, your attitude brings a bad atmosphere. But you come to church. It's, it's shocking for me people come to church like that. It's like, it's like people coming to church to fight or to exhibit to exhibit the attitude. Did you, uh, when you go on a picnic and everybody's happy in the bus and hear somebody step into the bus and the whole mood changes. Say, Frau, wie gaat ook saam? Wie is die wat saamgaan? So, there are evil spirits that people carry do you bring a pleasant atmosphere? Can I ask you that? Do, do you bring a pleasant atmosphere? I, every face tells a story. I think it's Cliff Richard singing something like that. Every face tells a story. Wow. I'm preaching. Because you get an atmosphere for miracles. An atmosphere that anything is possible here. I remember when uh, uh, the evangelist that passed away, Nikki van der Westhuizen, before Grand West was there, there was good wood, so ground, with a massive tent. And when you go to that tent meetings, you feel in the tent, anything is possible here. Anything is possible here. Wow. And there was an old sister that before the services started, she sang a song. I can just remember these words in the song. Elijah's God still lives today and answers by fire. Wow. Man, and in that, those meetings... Cancers were healed. Lumps in woman's breast disappeared. Little bones that was broken through soccer or rugby in legs were healed. In fact, we took a, 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 a brother there. He was just very newly saved, also stubborn to come to the Lord. Cancer was eating up his body. It was just flesh and bones, skin and bone. They ca I speak of a personal witness. They carried him in. He had about how many children? Brother King, about six children. So right after one another. Wow. He carried him in there. In fact, they gave him up. The last day when they dropped him out of the taxi, which every month he went with to hospital, they uh, 
drop him off for the last time at home. And the people, the patients that every month he moved with to hospital, they were weeping as they carry him in to his house because it was the last. He could not walk. He came. They, our brothers brought him there to, to that tent meeting. He was sitting there, just bones and skin and bones. Then as the power of God moved and the man of God ministered about in fact the message was anything is is there something to heart for God? That was the is there something to heart for God? And I can remember he preached on that theme and said, Can a donkey speak? My God was a donkey to speak. Can you open up a sea and the water is dry, the ground is dry? My God can do that. Can you be in fire and it does not burn, you don't burn or your hair is not shrink or spoil? My God does that. Can an iron float on water? Hey, if they throw you to lions, can you survive? Wow. Who can raise the dead? My God. This brother King, he asked for someone for a sweet because his taste buds was gone. And why he asked for sweet was because he was weeping and tears was running in his mouth. And the saltiness of the tears, he was shocked that he could taste saltiness. Ask for a sweet. And then he tasted the sweet and he started to shout, I'm healed. I'm healed. That brother lived for 27 years. Healed of cancer. Give the Lord praise. <laughs> Myself, we look up to me as his pastor. Praise God. One day they had a... a, a Huge meeting on Athlone Stadium with churches, Pentecostal churches. You know. And then at the last minute, they asked for somebody with a powerful testimony. So an hour as the, before the service start, I said, I've got somebody. When I told them, just briefly, they couldn't believe it. They said, do you have somebody like that? I said, yes, Brother King. I got his number. I phoned him. He was in Worcester on his business. He said, Pastor, I leave everything. I'm coming through. Driving from there. That stadium was shaken. His brother King gave his testimony. Wow. He had his own business. Two trucks. Hey, when he passed away, before he called me, 
Because God told him, he's going, after 27 years, his children was now grown-ups. Wow. Praise God. And he said to me, I want you to bury me. I've got peace with God. He's been good to me. And he's not dying of cancer. Other stuff. He said, I had a full life. His children, he was standing there. His wife, wow, greeted each other. And I preached at his funeral powerfully. But uh, what a servant of God. But he served God fully. Went to Robertson and places winning souls for the Lord. That same God is here this morning. Give the Lord praise. But such atmosphere, the devil want to spoil. The devil hate the presence of God. My God. And he knows the presence of God. And when he saw Adam and Eve walking in the presence of God, he planned to break it. To stop it. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. You look for joy somewhere else. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. Hallelujah. So this morning, anything is possible. Amen. I don't know why I was relating that. Maybe somebody needs that here. Hallelujah. Or you need to carry this power to someone. And say you need to come to Maitland 105. Upper room. Hallelujah. The church you were looking for. It has arrived. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But be 9.30 there. Not 11 o'clock please. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never. Glory to his name. But you need faith. And faith comes by hearing the word of God. Amen. Is it Romans 10 verse 17? Amen. If you don't have faith, it's obeying the word of God that you exercise faith. Amen. So faith comes. If you want to give your life to the Lord this morning, you need faith. Amen. You say, I don't have faith. I cannot trust the Lord with my life. The, core, the hymn says, it is no secret what God can do. What I spoke to you about, Brother Brandt, Brother Brandt and Brother King. Amen. Brother Brandt was a bechi. Sleeping under trees. Hair as high and white. Like. The man of Gadara. Walking down. Garden village streets. Shouting. At night. Making noises. To preach open air meetings. He sit with his bottle of wine. And shout to everybody listening to the opening. Here is the Holy Communion. And I called to pray for him. As I pray for him. 
miss out. I don't believe in God. As I pray for him. I did it about three, four times. Calling him. Then brothers like brother Tommy had to nearly carry him to where. Because he's in a distance. But one morning he got up. And he felt different. And he went over. Some of his friends invite him. To go to the Sabine. I, I say, he says to himself. Maybe this is what I need. Because. And it strains. They are, they, are, they are so stingy. They won't give you a dope. He says. But now they called him. When he sat there at the Sabine. The yard. Gave him wine. He says, no, I don't want it. They couldn't believe it. He couldn't believe it. The evening, again, somebody invited him. He thought, tonight we're going to train. But when this friend, who also a drunkard, when the door opened where he invited him to, it was a gospel meeting. And that night, he gave his life to the Wow. As he gave his life to the Lord, the first thing the Holy Spirit told him, where is that brother that prayed every time for me? And the open air. My God. And then he came from Pinelands, walking down Alexander, halfway down Alexander Road. The Spirit told him, but this man stayed in in Hake Avenue, the, the road behind Alexander Road. He turned around and he came down Hake Avenue. As he came down, I came out of the house from the front door. And I said, I Brandt. He said, I am born again. Hallelujah. And the village said, Ah, we just give him a few days. It won't work until a few weeks. And then a Muslim lady in Garden Village having her own shop, she and her husband. She, her husband is a foreman at the council, city council. She told him, get a job for Kali Brandt. Wow. And a Sunday evening, she came herself to tell Brandt. My husband's got a job for you. Wow. There, Monday, Brand was at the job. A man that had no money. Later on, he had his bank card. ATM. Can bless his children with money. Hallelujah. And when... He was over 60 when he got the job. Can you believe it? And everybody with the trucks want Brandt to go with them out of the yard. And when it was my birthday, he had already 500 rand ready in an envelope. Put away for pasta. And my wife, 500 rand. You earn a lot of money. You don't even have such a heart. Do, do you hear me? And our anniversaries. Wow. Blessing the man of God. And I took him with. 
to, it's a kind of, in, 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 in Mitchell's plane, I preached there. He said, while I'm preaching, it was like the chair was dancing under him. He said to himself, God and village don't know. There's a prophet, a man of God in God and village. And they don't know. Up till today, they don't know. Because a true prophet is despised by those who are sinners. And those who are not spiritual, they always find some faults. Because a prophet speaks to the bone, to the root of the problem. And there's only one of two reactions when a prophet speaks. Either you submit and obey, or you rebel. Rebellion is witchcraft. Witchcraft is, I want to control him. He's, I cannot control this man. Our money cannot control him. Our smiles cannot control him. Only God controls him. What a shock. Mark chapter 1. Sorry, so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. It's the proper translation. We preach Christ. Jesus at the center. Hallelujah. So if you don't have faith, the Lord can do nothing to you without faith. But faith comes. Say faith comes. By hearing the word. And it's strange the Bible don't specifically says faith come by reading. So you need a voice. Do you, you hear what the Bible? Uh, other words, even therefore it's good sometimes that you read scripture loud. Amen. Or you, or you recite a verse loud. Greater is he who is in me than him who's in the world, than to just think it. I am washed in the blood of the Lamb. Praise you. That your spirit can hear. Faith comes. I am healed through the wounds of Jesus. Hallelujah. God does remind me about my confessions, about healing. Hallelujah. I will, I will confess the power of Jesus flows through my bones and my marrow and through every organ of my body. It drives out all sickness, bacteria, and diseases out of my body now in the name of Jesus. You need to do that. You will be more healthy. Praise God. Confess the word of God. Amen. Even when I was at school, I got saved when I was 16 years old. Then I, 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 I said, I, I read that sin affected our mental capabilities. And I start to confess that God opens up every cell in my brain. Hello, touch my mental capabilities. Yo, when I stood second in class, I went to the teacher. I said, is this for real? He said, it is true. Wow, maths 80%. Hey! Praise God. But what I, and, and we were measuring our, our marks with other classes, the Engelser class. 
Ons is ons Afrikaans. Hulle wat visie speeg. But what I'm trying to say is, God is capable of doing, and this is in fact, this is another verse. And my wife well, uh, loves this verse too. God is capable to do exceedingly abundantly. I think it's Ephesians 3 verse 20. Can we get there? Yes, there we are. Look here. God is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond what I think or pray according to the power at work within me. You see, I didn't look there. This is the way I phrased it. So I walked around on school with like a... Everybody was scared for the principal. But I could speak to him. Because I had a, I had a pluck. <laughs> a confidence. A boldness. A boldness. A confidence. I, I know who I am in Christ. I'm reading it. Now to him who is able. Say he's able. Do you know that chorus is able? To carry me through. To heal the brokenhearted, To set the captive free. He is able. Hallelujah. God's name is not Abel. Eh? <laughs> but he is able. Hallelujah. I don't want you to go away and say, Yeah, well, we just heard God's name. His name is Abel. <laughs> now to him who is able to do Look here, far more. Far. Can you see? Hey, Paul, the Spirit put adjective upon adjectives. That was enough. Far more. Now he goes to abundantly. Then he goes to beyond. All that we ask or think according to the power of that is at work where? Within me. Amen. God in you. It's mighty. First John chapter 4 verse 4. I, uh, listen, I grew up spiritually with these verses. Hey, John 4, 4 verse 4. You are from God. Amen. I'm born of God. Little children. And have overcome them. Because greater is he who is in you than he who is. Who is in the world? The devil, the government, the ANC, hey, the deep state, the Russians, the Americans, the Chinese, they in the world. But there's a greater one in you. Greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. You are a superhuman being. Amen. The devil mess with your way of thinking. Amen. Hey, you must sit in the boardroom and at university and in your workplace and in the bus and say to yourself, if these people should know who I am, 
I'm even more than royalty. My God possesses all the silver and the gold. I am stinking rich. And the riches is not even gold or that. It's the blood of Jesus. It's heaven. It's angelic support. Angels accompany me. Hallelujah. I'm surrounded by angelic beings. The almighty God is on my side. Hallelujah. I cannot be defeated. I cannot be conquered. Sickness, covert. Cancer, you under my feet. You must speak your way to success. There's power in your mouth and in your confession. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Psalm 8. Hallelujah. Verse 2. From the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have established strength. Because of the adversary, we have an opponent. Amen. But we have in our mouth is strength. Hallelujah. To make the enemy and the revengeful cease. The devil is the enemy. He's the adversary. He is the revengeful one. He wants to take revenge upon God. But with my mouth, what comes out of my mouth, will cause him, that word cease, can I put it in plain English, is to shut up. Amen. To cause the devil to shut up. Hey. Devil whisper in your ear, yeah, you have it. Say, what? The devil say any what? He say, it to you, they had it. That's it, Jay. I think also. Hey, you're going to die an early death with all these hang ups in your body, your mommy, and daddy's sickness. It's all in you. have it. Hey, and this go on under covers quietly. Amen. A voice speaking to you. You must raise your voice. Say, shut up! I let you throw from... Met wie, met wie praat sy nou? Met wie praat sy nou? Nou sê sy, oekie recht het, sy sê met die duivel. Nou sê sy, wil sy sê, ek is die duivel. And I whisper the devil in he whisper in your ear. He says, Can you see? You said to me, shut up, now you're in trouble here at home. Wow. And look what the Bible out of the mouth of infants. We are the nursing babes. We are those despised by the world. We are looked at as foolish from the world. But we are the majestic ones. Hallelujah, Psalm 16. Is it verse 3 or 5? Hallelujah, verse 3. As for the saints who are in heaven. No. Amen. 
No, we in the earth, in this dark, evil earth, this world. Hallelujah. But it's the saints, not believers. Don't say, I'm a believer. The Muslim also say, I'm also a believer. Don't talk just about God. The Muslim will say, well, we also believe in God. Oh, you also believe in God. Speak about Jesus Christ. The Son of God. Hallelujah. It's there where the difference is. It's strange that that faith believed many things about Jesus, but not that he died and that he raised from the dead, was raised from the dead. The, the main thing, hey, I've seen billboards even overseas as they showed on TV, Islam also believe in Jesus. You know why these things are coming more to the fore? It's because many Muslims in their thousands are coming to the Lord in, in, in Iran and in, in, in the Indonesia. Many places in Pakistan, they're coming to the Lord in their droves. And Islam don't know where to cover, where to found a cure. They want to say we also believe in Jesus. That's our other Jesus. That's our other Jesus. We believe in this one, the Good Friday Jesus, the one who died for sin. Hallelujah. As for the saints who are in the earth, saints is holy ones. You, you strive for holiness. Amen. It's not like the Roman Catholic teach he is a saint. Hey, they, they, they make you saints if you have accomplished something great. We're all saints. If you're born again, you're a saint. Hallelujah. Pray, uh, the, the, uh, the pastor was preaching like this and he said, uh, what is your name, Jessica? Saint Jessica. What is your name, Nicole? Saint and the brother next door was Bernard. So he said, no, I cannot say St. Bernard. Because there's a dog. There's a dog's name, St. Bernard. What a sock. Said, so no, I cannot say St. Bernard. Saint Ryan. Hallelujah. As for the saints who are in the earth. And St. Emmanuel. Let the bank let the the bank mutaman make countries. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Wow, don't Emmanuel look smart, eh? Just stand, just stand for me, please. Look at that shirt. Look at that shirt. Wow. Wow. See well, see well come one day. Praise God. As for the saints who are in the earth, they are the majestic ones in whom is all my delight. You delight the heart of God. Hallelujah. When you get up in the morning, you must say, I delight. God delights himself in me with all my crookedness and my faults and my mistakes. I am God's delight. Hallelujah. But you must become a majestic one. The word majestic speaks of there is explosive power behind you, in you, and with you. Hallelujah. 
they called the, the, the king, it's now the king or the queen of England, the, your majesty. Your majesty. It means behind this woman, there are military might. Wow. Gold. They don't lack anything. Wow. Amen. You are a, say, I am a majestic one. I am a saint. Greater is he who is in me than him who is in the world. I am healed by the wounds of Jesus. Right now, the power of Jesus and of miracles flow through my blood, flow through my bones, flow through every organ of my body, and it drives out all sickness, all diseases, and every demon in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I am healthy. I am healed. My mental capabilities increase now in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Was a script that I prayed at Nadineo. Let's go to Mark 1. Praise God. We're speaking and I touch again on prayer. We will continue in our new building after Good Friday or the weekend, this holy weekend. This is one of the most holy weekends in Christianity. We call it Passover, hey? Not Easter. Please don't call it Easter. Easter is a pagan feast. I just heard, listened to Bishop Dag of an old camp. And he says, Easter, he was speaking about the true church. And he says, the things that came into the church and how. Uh, then he described how Easter came about. Uh, they believe a, 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 a egg fell from heaven into the sea. And then fishes with their mouths pushed this, the, this big, huge egg to the shore. Before it get to the shore, uh, uh, doves came and sat on the egg. And then the baby Jesus was born out of the egg. The, the, this, is, this is Easter. So please, uh, I correct myself also when I speak Easter. I say, no, it's Passover. Amen. Praise God. Therefore, therefore, uh, 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 the, the egg, the, the Easter egg that's hollow inside speaks of uh, the grave is empty. Can you believe it? What a shock. <laughs> My God, all these things. Pagan means it comes from other mysterious beliefs and they brought it into Christianity. But we believe Passover means the wrath of God, the punishment for our sin, pass over us. Can you see how pa Jesus is the Passover lamb? Amen. It means God's judgment won't fall. And those who repented and are born again. When the angel of death 
came through Egypt. And before that, God told Moses, take a lamb, slaughter it, take the blood, put the blood on the lintels of the door and the window frames. And when this angel of, this was the tenth plague, the last one, because God said to Moses, this night, the firstborn of animal and human beings are going to die. The firstborn. In other words, the child that made you a parent is going to die. And that night, there was weeping. And there was wailing. And there was crying everywhere in Egypt. As the firstborn fell death to the ground. But where the Israelites had the blood on the doorposts and on the windows, the angels of death passed over them. And there was joy in the houses of the Jews and of Israel. So I tell you, this weekend is Passover feast. Hallelujah. We are under the blood of Jesus Christ. I am washed in the blood of Jesus. Not Omojik, the blood of Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hallelujah. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. How precious is that blood that flowed from Calvary. Hallelujah. Eight wounds. The blood came. Hey, what a blessing. Amen. The power and I gave you eight benefits of the blood already. You need to come Friday and make those declarations to the glory. And I hope you are not like these pabdwee christenen. They can now nie van ons is 9.30 we begin ons en zij leer nog 11 o'clock. This is the most holiest time. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You, 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 you should mistake the nine for a six and say, I'm 6.30 there. Oh, sorry. Amen. What I'm trying to say is, let's come and give praise to the Lord God. The Bible says, the day when Jesus appears in heaven and we all are there, the hallelujahs will be like thunder. Hey! The hallelujahs will be like thunder. The doorpost, the Bible says, will shake as we praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Say, das Brantu. Das mei ma. Das is the Ida. Das is the Susan. Das is the Anna. There is my brothers. Wow. Glory to his name. All may change, but Jesus never. This is our hope. This is our hope. In Christ, the solid rock, I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Let's follow our Lord's example of prayer. Amen.
Look here, the Bible says the Son of God early morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went away to a secluded place, and was praying there. Amen. Why did he leave the, the disciples? He left early morning. Out of, he slipped out of the house. Why a secluded place? Because he wanted to be himself. He wanted to vent his feelings. He wanted to express nobody looking at me. I am praying. Hallelujah. And when you really pray and intercede, ask Brother Tommy, sometimes it's loud. Sometimes it's very soft and deep. Sometimes it's weeping. Sometimes it's with raised hands. Sometimes it's walking. Sometimes it's kneeling. Sometimes you lie on your back and pray. But Jesus went to a secluded place. Hebrews, I'm reading this verse again. Early morning, he planned to pray. Listen, you need to plan to pray. Amen. Spiritual things just don't fall in your lap. You need to plan for it. The devil will keep you busy. The devil will, and put your cell phone off. Amen. And the phone off. And the knock on the door off. Praise God. You are speaking to the most important person in the universe. You're speaking to the throne that governs the universe. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I would love to read now Hebrews chapter 5, but please stay there, yeah, and then Revelations chapter 4. Hallelujah. Early morning, while it was still dark, if the Son of God needs to pray, if the Son of God, how do we think, and at the end of the preaching, I want to show you, Demons and Satan and his fallen angels, the various animals they are likened to in the Bible, to tell you these are the insects that's in a spirit form all around us all the time. Wow. And we are in this environment. We need to pray. As my wife was saying, how can the church conquer full-time devils with part-time Christians? Part-time. My ear is forbid. I get the ear for the Jerichi, and the whole day is mine. Hey, one day I don't know why this came to me. We we went to. Uh, uh, as a group of friends and leaders in Mitchell's Plain, the time we had a church there, and a brother drowned. It was a Sunday. I still remember we were standing on the beach, and then somebody, they were playing in the water, somebody came and said, Jerome disappeared in the water. You, we went. Died, drowned. I said to myself, What's so he? It's the Lord's day. What's so he? 
it was not the, the, the full thinking uh, that's right. But I'm just saying, do you know how the Jews respect the Sabbath? In fact, yes, people here on a Saturday, I hear the wall here next to, not Methodist people, Seventh-day Adventists. They keep the Sabbath. I just try to tell you, approach the Lord's Day differently. I don't say we go to the beach, we can, but I'm just saying in your mind, no, this is the Lord's Day. Not the Lord's hour, this is the Lord's Day. In fact, I need to give more time to the Lord in this day. Amen. Do you hear me? God says, six days I give to men. Is it six? The seventh is Saturday. Is the Sabbath. Today in Christianity, we don't even have six days. We take even the Lord's day too. For ourselves. And, and, and some, some men of God says, the Sabbath was to rest. And I remember those years back, uh, they confused my parents, were not saved that time, the, the Sunday as the Sabbath. We didn't, my, wife, my mom wanted to iron my shirt on, on, on a Sunday. And my aunt was there. They all unsaved, but my mom was saved. But I had to go to an opening. And as my mom was ironing my shirt, my aunt says, my, bra my uh, father's brother's wife. They say, Lini? My Lini? did Anas, my pa. Lati did the two in your eyes up a Sabbath? My pa's nog nie gereed my pa sê, ek het moes nie meer sê in die huise. But what I'm trying to say is, you must know it's the Lord's day. You should spend more time with the Lord, even you are far behind in reading the scriptures, the New Testament. Where are we reading now? Second Corinthians chapter 1. Are you up to date? You cannot go. You cannot even have lunch before you get up to date. Amen. Watch in his church. BBB. Bible before breakfast. Can you believe it? He had that as, as a, as a Bible before breakfast. B, B, B. Eey! They called him Bible Depot because anywhere you find him, he'll, he's, he will have a Bible on him. Eey! When he was more than 15 years in prison, China, they said there's a brother there he can recite Ephesians from verse 1 till chapter 6, the end. And Matthew's chapters just like that. He taught me to read Bible. Because one day, when you preach, 
the spirit will say, go that way, go that way, go here, leave that, go there. Isn't it happening? Isn't it happening? What was my next? Early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went away to a secluded place and was praying there. Hebrews chapter 5, is it? Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. This was Jesus when he was in the body. He says, in the days of his flesh, he offered up both prayers and supplications with loud crying and tears to the one who is able to save him from death. And he was heard because of his submissive reverence. Hallelujah. That's the word piety. Submissive reverence to God. Look. Look here. Look Christ. And this was fully displayed in Gethsemane. The Bible. Do you see the word loud there? So in our prayer meetings. Don't be surprised when a brother or sister start to pray loud in tongues. Or loud in church. As we pray, amen, with tears and crying and sobbing. Supplication means to pray beggingly with a, with, a, with a yearning. Oh God, oh God, oh Lord, have mercy on my brother. Have mercy on me. Have mercy on our church. Lord, a, 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 a criminal for murders or so, if they should ask the judge, before we pass judgment, what do you want to say? He cannot say, I need grace. He will say, I plead for mercy. I ask for mercy. Mercy means I don't deserve anything. I deserve punishment, but I plead, we, 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 we are trophies of his mercy. Amen. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. Amen. I'm quoting to you. In other words, if you can show mercy to people, the Lord will be merciful to you. Mercy, it means you deserve punishment. And if we think back, there's a lot of things. Say, Lord, therefore God hates it that you murmur and complain. You know why? Because you should have get worse according to how you neglect opportunities, the grace of God. Don't moan. You make it worse. Amen. Say amen. All of us. Amen. More should have come our way. We say, Lord, I'm a trophy of your mercy. Thank you for your mercy. Hey, Nebuchadnezzar, the Bible says, Daniel came to him and told him, God is going to cut you off. You're going to seven years crawl around like an animal. And it happened. And then the Lord said, 
uh, uh, I think the context, but uh, I remember the verse that says, I asked, what, what can I do? Daniel said, so mercy. Plead for mercy and treat the poor better. Hallelujah. Don't just discard the poor. The bechi. The people. You, you don't know why the person is like that. Amen. Amen. Don't let them abuse you or manipulate you. But you don't know the history. Amen. The cripple. The cripple. The blind. The paralyzed. If you can sow love and care and mercy, the Lord will be merciful to you. You open God's heart to bless you. Hallelujah. And I heard a sermon of Bishop Dex. Spiritually, we all like cripples. In the spirit world, why can't you rise up and become what God wants you to be? Because spiritually, you cripple. Spiritually, you blind. Spiritually, you are like somebody in a wheelchair. God sickle with you. God sickle with you. So I'm saying, thank God for his mercy. Revelation chapter 4. When we pray, Revelation 4, when we pray, we connect with the throne of God. I'm, I'm, I'm getting done. When you pray, you connect with the throne of God. Now, the three chapters before this, Revelation chapter 2 and 3, speaks of the seven churches. Okay? And the seven churches is the history prophetically of the church until the rapture. You must be there when I have ark, our next ark gathering. It's the last Saturday of April this month. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'll share with you the seven prophecies of Jesus to his church. Hallelujah. Those are the seven churches. Praise God. And then after the seven churches, we'll get God call John up and says, come up here and I'll show you heaven. And in this chapter, Derek Prince says, you get the word thrown 12 times. In this chapter, 12 times. Because 12 is the number of heavenly covenant. Praise God. You can go count them. I counted nearly 13, but I count again. I said, okay, dearie Prince, you're right. <laughs> Listen, the Bible is inspired, the word by word. Amen. In other words, this is the throne room. Ah, it's not everybody that's been called to the throne. The cabinet is called to the throne room. Therefore, you find out here the 24 elders. Wow. 24, 12 out of the New Testament and 12 out of the Old Testament. The 12 tribes of Israel and the 12 apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wow! But 12 is the number of 
heavenly government. Now God is calling us up here to the throne. When we pray, he says, come up and govern human affairs with me. Praise the Lord. What an invitation that when you pray, you govern things. You can govern your boss too through prayer. Lord, I pray for Mr. Shula, the boss, that he start looking to me more favorably. I want promotion. I want him to look at my salary. Amen. Pray for three months, so suddenly he looks, he looks differently to you. I go pratuk no medio. Wow, the Lord is really changing things. Praise the Lord. Amen. Lord, I need more money to bless the work of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lord, help me with this exams. Help me to focus on what I need to focus on to study. Praise God. Help me, Lord. You go to the throne room. Hallelujah. But what I want to point out, he says, John, come through the door. Amen. I'm reading. After these things I looked and behold the door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard, had heard, like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, said, come up here. And hey, our upper room, we can say, come up here. Praise God. Come up here. And by the way, it's not far from here. It's just a... Uh, Three, four kilometers from here, the place. Praise God. So don't think it was just, ah, Timbuktu. <laughs> Amen. It says, come up here and I will show you. Do you see that? Many things God cannot show you because you don't pray. You're, you cannot see. He says, come up here and I will show you. Amen. What does he say? I will show you. My brother, where am I? Amen. Come up here and I will show you what must take place after these things. Hallelujah. Immediately I was in the spirit. And behold, a throne was standing in heaven. And one sitting on the throne. Hallelujah. The Lord is calling us up to the throne room. Isaiah 59 verse 19, and I give you after this, our enemies, hallelujah, we need more of the spirit of God, hallelujah, amen, the middle last part of this verse is for he, uh, King James please, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Brothers and sisters, when we pray, we lift up God's standard. Today, the enemy is coming in like a flood. But when you pray, the Spirit of the Lord is raising up a standard. Keep that verse there. Just write down these Insects that you can know these are the evil spirits that are all around us. Hallelujah. Are you there? Flies. 
I want to show you Satan is likened to animals, but deadly animals that carries germs, flies, lice. God forbid about this. Amen. Have you been at school that you can see, oh my Lord, what is moving here in this? <laughs> my Lord. Flies, lies, snakes. These are all, you know, in Egypt, one of the plagues, plagues was lice. One of the ten plagues. Snakes. Who can rest? If there's a snake in the house or in the room, a demon's evil spirit. This I'm showing you why we need to pray. There's snakes, spiritual snakes around us, spiders. Hey. Spider and flick and scorpions. Crocodiles. All those who are in the spirit of pride is the spirit of Leviathan, a crocodile. Job 41. My Lord, beast. Bible called the devil a beast. A dragon. Frogs. Jackals. Jesus said, when, when, when Jesus heard that Herod is looking for him, so Jesus says, go tell the jackals, I'm here today. Amen. Wolf. Dogs. Piggies. Hey, piggies. In fact, the, 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 the custom is Good Friday. You don't eat piggies. You, you eat fish. That's just the cup. Or swine, eh? Pig. Dog. Okay. A lion. Why do I mention this for you? To spur you on to pray. This scripture says the enemy shall come in like a flood. Today the enemy is coming into the church like a flood. I'm tell as an experienced man of God with other great experienced men of God. You will be shocked what is going on in the church. More rave music, more loose dancing, more women in government in church, more Jezebels, more evil. And the people are happy. And more... Dogs are being born into the church. People who are not sheep truly born again. 
they never had experience with the Lord Jesus. But hulle is ook gered. Hulle is ook nou binnen in die kerk. May God help us. The last days we need to stir up 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I'm reading and closing. We need to stir up the gift in speaking in tongues. And we're going to speak for two minutes in tongues now. And this is Paul's last letter to Timothy. Is his last words. And he said to Timothy, stir up the gift. The speaking in tongues, praying in the spirit. Stir up the gift. The word stirring up is like you put an iron in the fire. The coals look as if it's dead. There's a lot of ash and a lot of what on the coals, but as you lift up the coals, you see, oh, they hit the fire. Many of you are born again. Many of you speak in tongues, but it's neglected. Amen. So Paul says, stir up the gift. He said, Timothy, my last letter to you, my son, I'm leaving your spiritual father is going home. I tell you, stir up the gift. Sarabaritara. He said, Timothy, you know when you were with me how I can pray in the spirit. How I'm like an eagle flying away, stirring up the gift. Hallelujah. The NIV says, fan the flame. Wow. Remember when me, Leon, and Tommy at Camp Bry and the fire looks dead. You took a cardboard or something, you wave it over the fire. You see, oh, the heat, the fire is still there. My bruise, that good, your gears angepak. Fall van the world, fall van the stuff. Van stir up the gift. If you do, you will discover you don't have a spirit of a coward. That word of fear is intimidation. Or a coward. A coward is when we want to fight, you disappear. You don't have the energy. He says, God did not give us the spirit of fear. Of a coward. Of intimidation. If you stir up the gift, you will see there's power. There is love. There is a sound mind. Hallelujah. Can I read now and then we close? For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Verse 6. Where if I put thee in remembrance, because I'm leaving, remember this, Timothy that thou stir up the gift of God, which is in you, by the putting on of my hands. You know when I laid my hands upon you, the Holy Spirit entered you, and you started to speak in tongues. I said, Timothy, when I'm gone, remember to stir up the gift. The next verse says, For God has not given us, the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, but the spirit of love, 
by the spirit of sound mind. Tongues. Speaking, it affects your mind. You make good decisions in life. Can we stand please? Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray a powerful prayer or you pray with me. Say, Lord Jesus, baptize me afresh with the Holy Spirit. Forgive me for neglecting my times of prayer. I am restoring that, Lord. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. Give me grace to pray. To pray everywhere I go. But especially, Lord, to get a secluded place where I can be alone with you. And as an eagle, I can mount up above the clouds and above the storms of life and receive my power and my love and a sound mind as I pray in the Holy Spirit. Lord, let me break through into, through the door, in through the veil, into the Holy of Holies. Where the throne of God is. You call me to govern with Christ. I receive it in Jesus name. I receive it in Jesus name. Give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. I'm going to pray a prayer.